0: Hello, everybody, welcome to the Sunday Morning Big Football Show. I'm your host, Matt, and your co-host, Jack Hirsch, and our legend two-time Super Bowl champion, ex-cowboy, uh, Jim Jeff. And, Golden,
1: and Buffalo Bill.
0: And a Buffalo Bill defensive end also. So, uh, And also a former coach, so Jim has a yeah. lot of knowledge at football that that we love to get into, uh, not so much as picks. So if you've been picking against Jim lately, <laughs> Last week you lost, Jim. Yeah.
1: Jim went three one.
0: Well, if you one. picked against them, and the week before the... I was
1: three one until somebody kind of screwed me.
0: Right, right, exactly. So,
2: so anyway, well, so- uh, that's just a reference for people who don't know. Jim had picked the, uh, I think the Saints with seven points or something to cover against the Bears. So it was actually seven and a half points, and Mac had given Jim credit. And I threw the red flag, and Mac looked back, and Jim wound up losing by <laughs> a half point. Yes, yes. I'm kind of proud of that, you know, getting over yes, there. Yeah. Jack,
0: Jack, Jack, keeping, keeping me straight over here as I was uh, thinking that Jim well, won by the half point, but he did. Well, I
1: know where I need to go when Jack does things like that.
2: I will discuss it with his wife, and she'll get yeah. it straight.
0: Right, exactly. So, so Audrey, a big Jim Jeffcoat fan.
2: she never liked that when he played a team that would throw the ball when they were up, like, 21 points with <laughs> four minutes to go. Jim was the biggest whiner about that. Oh, my so, goodness. Well,
0: so, so let's get Jim's thoughts on Thursday's game. Baltimore wins pretty comfortably at the end, but some big injuries, Jim uh cleveland yeah. i mean cincinnati might be gone for the year uh yes Baltimore. mark Andrews, right for, um, for uh baltimore for baltimore and and uh you know uh jackson got hurt a little bit maybe that nags him for the rest of the year we'll see what yeah. happens there yeah. what are your thoughts jim i mean when you lose a player such well just starting quarterback we know what happens but even when you lose a tight end uh some something that You know Jackson and him have been together since the beginning. One of his favorite targets. What does that do to the offense? It 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 it
1: disrupts it. Especially we know with um, the tight end because that was his safety blanket for Lamar Jackson, and they've been playing really well. And then with Joe Burrow's, that is devastating. It was. Yeah. It is kind of weird because this year he started obviously with the leg injury, and now he has his. Ligaments in his wrist, and these things are kind of unusual. But somebody made a good point: Is Joe Burrows going the same way that Oliver Luck did? Because you remember Oliver Luck got sacked a lot, and Joe Burrows is getting hit a lot, and Oliver Luck it forced him to retire early.
0: So Oliver, Luck, Burrows, so Oliver Luck, the brother of Andrew Luck, who was a quarterback for the Colts. Oh. oh. Uh, the father and right, fa- yeah, the Angela. father. Uh the Angela. father got hurt out a lot too. But but anyway, but but and, and the NFL is going to investigate the Bengals because he looks yes. like he was hurt and they still put him out there and play it. I don't know if it's the NFL's business to be investigating any team. Yeah, but you the, had
1: to put him on the injury report because he did have something on his wrist. Well, I mean, I,
0: I I get that. I know we got to make sure the betting, you know, the betting people out and there. That's and the the that they, that's the problem. That's the issues yeah.
1: they know they run into. Right. If somebody had, who knew uh, what was going on, they're going to bet different. Right. And that's a so lot of money. And, you know, Keith lost money on that. I, <laughs> oh, hey, Keith. How you doing?
0: Good morning. Yeah. Keith Higgins from DGI Sports. How you doing this morning, Keith? Glad to have <laughs> you on. Buddy.
3: Good to be here. I did not lose. That's one game I didn't lose money on. So, yeah, the other, the other three he did. Um, but so he know, one. I heard you guys talking about this. This is what happens, though. The more you get in bed with gambling sites, you, these things become bigger and bigger issues. That's,
1: than, that, that's yeah. very true, Keith.
3: Yeah.
0: So, Keith, so, we're kind of looking back before we get started with the college review and and, and your picks and all that. We're looking back at the beginning of the year and our original picks who we thought would win the conference and wild cards. And we we're up first, Keith. And I'll come back, you know, I'll come back in 10 minutes. <laughs> we, 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 you know, we we all things happen during the year. We don't know. We don't have that football crystal ball or anything like that. So we're we're basing on what we thought and a lot of it has to do with last year, of course, and the hype with the draft and the free agents we picked up. So I mean it, it gives us a false sense. But so let's let's take a look at Keith Keith picked Kansas City to win the AFC West. Good pick. Keith picked uh, Pittsburgh to win the North. Another good pick. Keith went ahead and picked Jacksonville to win in the South. Three three for three. The only only nagging one was the Jets, Keith. So, I mean, three, three out of four is not bad
3: to me. Well, thanks for starting with the good stuff. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, yes. When you yes. Get to, if, if you're going further into the playoff, things <laughs> look worse. Well, what Baltimore's
2: in first place, and you're giving Keith credit for picking the Steelers to win what? the division. They haven't won this... the division yet. They probably won't. No, we don't know that, Jack. We don't know that. We're
0: giving at, Keith credit
3: already. We just, already. Talk, we just talked about it, right? Like limelight. The yeah, only mistake
1: yeah. he had is picking the Jets. The it's, gonna
3: that, the here, don't worry, it's gonna get much worse from here, Jack. Don't worry. And when
0: Andrews, when Andrews hurt, and maybe a nagging injury to to Jackson, we don't know. So Pitt, Pittsburgh is in a good position. Right? I think they're maybe in the best position of all teams right now. Uh,
3: uh, Mike Tomlin's done a great job there. Great He's job. Does, this is probably one of his best coaching jobs. I agree. I agree. Because so they, Keith, they get wild
0: game, cards. Keith's wild cards. He has New England, which was 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 you know a homer pick. You know, we got to admit that it was a homer pick. Keith. Uh, you know, I, I mean, really, I
4: I There's thought so. There. I wouldn't yes. say
3: totally a homer pick. I had some good rationale for what I, why I picked them, but it's all falling apart. So. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, you do.
0: You do have one of the greatest coaches in history over there who, uh, for some reason, uh, this kind of. Having a rough year. Cincinnati was another one. Joe Burroughs is out. Cincinnati might be done for the year, Keith. We don't you know, know. That's, so. that's probably going to hurt that pick a lot for sure. Yeah, I think so. And you had the Chargers, who are still alive over there. They have okay. a big game. Big game today. Uh, you know, and, and they should beat. I think Green Bay. If they don't, well, then you know, forget the Chargers too. So in the in the NFC, Keith has Philadelphia, which is a good pick, of course. Chicago. Um, oh. a lot of us a lot of us pick Chicago kids. We, we you know you're looking for that one that one yeah. crazy pick that 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 sets you up. I understand that. Uh Tampa Bay, eh, we you know still has an opportunity. And they division
3: so anything can
0: happen. Terrible division. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh Seattle. Seattle's a wild card. That's that's a decent solid pick. And then uh you also have uh uh New York Giants, which we know is not going to happen. The 49ers. They're done? The Giants have been done for a lot <laughs> Since the second, third game they've been done, Keith. Uh San Francisco is your wild card still possible, and Minnesota is still possible.
1: Not that so bad. So you didn't have right? Dallas as a wild card, Keith. I'm no. ashamed. Did
3: you? I, I didn't. I apologize, Jim. I probably, I'd like to revise my picks if I could yeah, now, but, no, that doesn't happen in the showcase. I mean, you, maybe on your show you could
0: do that, but not on. No,
3: we show. don't do that either. But I want to go on a show where I could, so I thought maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I'll, I'll. I'll. Maybe Jim will start a show and and. Oh,
3: he does <laughs> have a show. I'm thinking Dallas so, with the the Super Bowl. Well, if you want to start a new show, Jim. Uh,
0: there you go. Well, maybe maybe he'll invite you one day on J talking shop. Well,
2: uh, Jim's got a great show, by the way. Wednesday nights, people should tune in to this network at eight yes. o'clock. He's he co-hosts with one of the sharpest minds around Byron Williams.
3: Yes, he does. I, thought you were, I thought you were pumping yourself up there, Jack, for a second. <sighs> yeah.
2: So, oh,
0: so goodness. Goodness. let's get to your, let's get to the college football uh, um Review here, uh the top ten. Uh Georgia uh, beats Tennessee pretty easily 38 to 10. Oh, better every uh, I, week. Yep. Better every yeah. week this team. They do. They really do. Ohio State, 37 to 3 over Minnesota. Their defense is 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 really good over there. Uh a little surprising with Michigan against Maryland. They got up fast. Maryland came back. Uh if if a couple plays, Maryland could have won that game. game.
3: You know, Maryland's a, uh, and then we talked about this little Friday. Maryland's a fairly talented team, and they're a big disappointment this year. And Michael Oxley might be in trouble for it, uh, but uh, it's not a bad team. I think he might be.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Florida State beats Northern Alabama's community college there. Right. as it 58 <laughs> to 13? I mean, I don't even, you know, some of these these games they schedule,
3: especially this late in the season, kind of a, a, a a disappointment. Washington, but the, gets, go the SEC is very famous for these. Uh, not not that FSU plays there, but the SEC is famous for this week having a lot of. Uh, well, Alabama had Chattanooga, for instance. Yeah, but
1: there's a big problem in Florida State. Travis is injured. Yeah. got a lower leg
3: injury. Actually, that's yeah. a that is a huge outcome. I mean, maybe they played a, a nobody, but yes, if he's out, if he's out, they're probably done. I would yeah. say, but
0: yeah, one, one of, one of uh, Linda's favorite players. As a matter of fact, she, she told me the story how he went into a stadium was booed by 80,000 people and then, and he made a comeback and that's a shame. That really is. Just a shame.
3: Yeah. So, Hope he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next year.
0: I mean, maybe he comes back. Um, Washington close one with Oregon state. Oregon state is a good team. Solid team. Keith.
3: It's Oregon state controls a lot of what happens in the pack 12. Cause they got Oregon next week. Yeah. And, uh, they played a game. They played a really good game last night. They got a good defense, but this is the type of team Washington or type of game. And Jim, you can can agree or disagree. This is what separates the really good teams from the bad teams. Washington wasn't great. Michael Penix was not great last night. They yep. found a way to win this game, and these are you got to win these games at some point during the year. Washington played. I thought a really good first half, and second half they kind of fell apart. But uh, hey. They're, they're, yeah. they're now in the Pac-12 championship game, and now it's up to Oregon to play the same team next week and see what happens with them.
1: Yeah, and you know that's that's really big because they're not far apart. I think they're less than, shoot, 60 miles apart from each
3: yeah. other. Yeah, that, and that's it's another, by the way, another big rivalry game, a long-time yeah, rivalry game that's got to yeah. go away.
1: My um, yeah. good friend is the offensive coordinator at Oregon State, and he is a heck of an offensive mind.
3: It's a good football team. It's a good, yeah. really
1: good really.
0: So, uh, speaking of Oregon, they they kind of destroy Arizona State, forty nine to thirteen. Yeah, they did. Um, it was worse than that.
3: Mo yeah. Nix wanted to put a little distance between himself and Michael Penix yesterday. He had six touchdowns yesterday. So,
0: so yeah. we're looking forward to to the next week's game with Oregon against Oregon State. Uh, that should be that should be a really good game. Um, Texas uh, gets by uh,
3: Iowa State. My score, I think it's
0: twenty. Interesting game.
3: Ten game, yeah, ten point game. Again, Texas didn't really play up to their potential. No, They've been it's doing true. it for a month now. Or, but better. they
1: see they lost their number one um Brooks, their number one yeah. running.
3: Yeah, he's really. They got, good. Yeah,
1: they got two more five and four stars, but Brooks was a big part of their offense.
3: All of these, and again, Windsor wins. We know in real life, Windsor wins, especially in the NFL, where it doesn't matter. But in college, it matters more because if they come down to a, a comparison with them. And Another one lost team, one named Alabama, they have a problem.
0: And Alabama's starting to blow people out.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they're playing better too.
0: There we go. Alabama, way to bring me into it, Jim. Uh, they, they, uh, Chattanooga missed their train and Alabama just rolled over (laughs) them um, (laughs) 66 to 10. So, um, Alabama getting stronger as the year goes on, too.
1: I tell you, there's some quiet uh, Auburn lost to North. New Mexico State,
3: and that's a bad football team, by the way. But New actually,
1: Mexico.
3: it's not. Did oh I, no! Sorry, Mex- I, I was thinking New Mexico. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, it's not because you know who uh, coaches um, uh, New Mexico State.
3: Uh, who? Uh, it's not coming to me right now.
1: He used
3: to coach at Minnesota, and he had the. Um, oh, uh, the uh, yeah, the guy who had the seizures all the time, though. Yeah, no? yeah but- uh, Jerry. Kill. yeah, Kill. he Kill. is the
1: head coach there, and he's done a tremendous job there.
3: That's
5: yeah. a
1: big win. and they're like nine and two.
3: Yeah, I was at, first of all, I thought of New Mexico that team. Yeah, was in trouble out there, but
1: Gary Kill has turned that team around. Yeah, great job. It's a tough place to recruit too. Yeah, Las Cruces.
0: Yes, I, yeah, I lived down there for six years. It's a tough place to to just live at the time when yeah. I was down there. So.
3: Um and Auburn you, might have been looking ahead to the Iron Bowl next week because you know that's the last chance for Alabama to get uh hurt in what the playoffs.
0: What, what are your thoughts on Mississippi versus Florida, Keith? Very, very uh very good game.
3: Oh yeah. Miss is a good football team. Lane Kiffin doesn't beat the top teams in the SEC and Again, he, I, he just can't get into that, get to that next level. There, you know, he's, he's always got good football teams, and uh, they're always going to score points, but they give up points in bunches. It's just not a good defensive team.
2: Yeah, I agree. is Lane Kiffin going to return to the NFL?
3: Um, I would think it's possible at some point. I don't think right away, though. I think Lane Kiffin's happy at, 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 in Oxford. I really do. Um, again, he's one of those guys you never know what he's going to do, but. You know, things he's changed his life around a lot. I know he's really got—he was getting heavy, and I, not that I should say anything, but you know if you've noticed, he's gone like on a health kick, um, and he's got a new girlfriend out there, and things are going pretty well for him. So he may stay, and he's got a pretty good football team, if he can ever get him over the top there in the SEC. They're
1: similar to Penn State in the Big Ten, where they yeah. can't beat the the upper echelon teams.
3: You know the other thing with these coaches, you got to remember they don't—they aren't going to make the money in the NFL that they make in college right now either. That—that's another consideration. Oh, shoot,
1: a Seventy-six million dollar
0: buyout,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: I, you, you know, I, where does this money come from? I mean, is it—is it from the—is it from the, is it from the oh, boosters? Yeah. Is it—is it? Yeah, exactly. is it from- well, you got to
1: understand, Texas and Texas A&M are unique in SMU. I mean, most teams, if they have a couple of millionaires they're okay. Well, Texas has 7 billionaires.
3: Yeah, they got the oil and, money down there. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And AM is the same way. They got 5 billionaires. And they could they, they said they said it was a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Pay him off.
3: Wow. Jimbo Fisher coaches any other state in the country. He's never getting bought out. Not, you know. That 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 buyout, the the highest second highest buyout is Gus Malzahn at, at Auburn which was like $24 million. Yeah, I wonder
1: what Lincoln Riley's buyout is because he's getting close to getting it. Who's that? Lincoln what Riley at USC because he's – Yeah,
3: been, yeah.
1: That was always something I complained about Lincoln Riley was, is that just like you said uh, earlier, defense. They play oh. no defense.
3: And, and yesterday their offense was bad too. That yeah. team just kind of quit. That's, yeah, they did.
1: Yeah.
0: So my one of my favorite teams Louisville number 10 uh gets by wow. Miami 38 to 31. Uh my listen, Miami's Miami is a competitive team and I'm glad to see Louisville doing something. I mean I I, I just like that team for some reason. I was wrong
3: Outside shot at the playoffs still. Um if they win the ACC championship, they got to have a lot of things happen in front of them obviously, but uh, they're probably at the bottom of the teams that still have a shot at getting into that uh 14 playoff
0: okay before we get into before we get into uh new england news let's let's talk a little bit about your picks here this week and let's see if keith can bounce back and get back uh back at jack here what do you got for your picks keith
3: i gotta give myself a little pat in the back first before we go there my my last uh four weeks in college were my best three best bets i make every week similar to what we do here and uh 11 and two, the last, or 11 and one, excuse me, the last four weeks. So i am pat myself on the back before we, before I lose, pick, give you four losers here.
0: Okay, All right.
3: <laughs> My favorites, I've got the Lions minus, I've got them eight. I don't know what you have, but I have them eight.
1: Nine points yeah, seven. So that's,
3: I'll still take them at nine. Right. Uh, Jaguars, I have them six and a half. Not sure what yes. you have. Yep.
0: That's exactly mm-hmm.
3: right. I'll take the Chiefs. Minus two and a half. What do you got? That's,
0: I got I got uh two and a half. And a
3: half. Yeah. Good, I see a field goal game there. And I will take the Seahawks, who are just sometimes they give me sometimes they kill me. But I'll take them. I got them plus two here against the Rams. I don't know what you might have them a little less than.
2: Yeah, your underdog pick the Seahawks, you
3: mean? Your underdog pick, yes.
2: Yeah. I got a minus two.
3: Minus
0: oh, two? Yeah, they,
1: they were
2: favored earlier in the way. week by it's a point. Right. And then the minus one,
0: really right, quick.
3: Jack. It was minus one. So we're gonna use that, yeah, Keith. We we gotta, our use favorite. Favorite. Right, so give me uh la, la 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 Here's I'll go. I'm gonna go totally rogue. Give me the Cardinals.
0: Okay. Arizona. All right. As your underdog. All right, Keith. And well, uh, let's let's get to some New England Patriot news, and we'll give our picks. Um Of course, the quarterback situation is is the biggest news over there. Is Greer going to start? Is Zappi going to start? What do you hear latest, Keith?
3: Uh, The latest uh, is pretty much what we talked about on Friday. Will Greer's getting most of the work with the first team, but that does not in any way mean he's definitely starting next week. If he does not look good, then Bailey Zappi will get to start. Greer will be the backup. Uh, It does appear that the most solid Uh, part of this so far is Mac Jones will be third on the depth chart uh, come next week. So Uh, is that,
0: do you think Keith, that's it for Mac Jones? As far as the Patriots go, I heard some rumors that maybe uh, Kirk cousins might be on his way to new England next year. Uh, A a lot of different rumors coming up about the Patriots. uh, Kyler
3: Murray, Kyler Murray has been talked about a lot too, the last few weeks. So uh, yeah going to depend on what happens with the coaching staff, obviously, I think, as far as the quarterback goes. But Mac Jones is probably done. You, know, you may not even see him this year. I think you'll see uh, a little of Zappi, a little of Greer, maybe even some uh, heavy doses of Malik Cunningham at some point to see what they actually have there. Um but you may not see Mac Jones throw another pass this year or again for the Patriots.
2: Keith, a couple of days ago you, made, you said something very thought-provoking and it did make a lot of sense. As far was Belichick potentially going to the Chargers. Now some people will think he doesn't want to relocate, but if Belichick wants to break the record, Jordan. he has to do it over two more seasons, and the Chargers are his fastest way to go there because they're ready okay. to win. If he goes to the Commanders, it might take an extra year. He might be thinking that, look, I got Boza, I got Mac, I got these defensive killers there, and it makes so he has a franchise quarterback, Justin Herbert. So if he's offered the opportunity to go to the Chargers, he might think this is two years out of my life. I'll retire after two more years having broken the record, if that's big on his mind, the record.
3: Yeah, and it's got to go both ways. The Chargers are going to want him, obviously. And,
2: well, you, you um, know, there's the, something interesting about the Chargers and administration.
1: A lot of those guys were at Buffalo. Yeah. I remember.
3: So yeah. they
1: know what Belichick can do.
3: Definitely. And, and, listen, if I'm the Chargers and I got a team that's loaded with talent, as you said, i on both sides of the ball, they're loaded with talent. This team shouldn't be four and four, four whatever they are, five and yeah. four. I don't know what they are now. Um, but Staley's you know been questioned with his time man- uh, game management in general, clock management specifically in a lot of cases. And uh, if this team does, I think if this team doesn't win a playoff game, he's going to be gone. I don't think getting into to the playoffs even saves his job. And I, one of the reasons, and again, I think Belichick was never going to get fired during the season because Kraft's too classy to fire a guy that's given him that much. During the season, but there's also the consideration if he hangs on to him and somebody wants him bad enough, he can get a draft pick for him, too, because he's got him under contract. So um I I would not be shocked to see him with the Chargers. If I'm Bill Belichick, any of the other options that come up other than Dallas, which I don't think is realistic, actually, I hear that one. I think I might be the farthest fetched the Bears uh the commander yeah. the giants come up he doesn't want to go there and rebuild a team he's 72 years old next year he wants the chance as jack mentioned with a t- franchise quarterback and a lot of really good players on both sides of the football
0: that makes sense so, so i think all of us agree that that would be his best his best option i mean i you could throw maybe buffalo in there if the head coach there gets in trouble you might even yeah. be able to throw the jets in there if if uh Salah gets in trouble, I it, it to me to me Chargers makes the most sense for him right now. So I
3: buffalo would be hard because I think Kraft would find a way to keep him from going into division somehow. Remember, he's got him under contract, so he that's could very true. That's very but true. hey,
1: the Jets didn't stop him from going into division.
2: <laughs> Robert's not going anywhere.
3: Jim, sorry, sorry, Jack. Don't forget the compensation they had to give up. Oh, yeah. uh yeah, when that's they did bring up either. Very I'm true. No, it'll cost Buffalo if that's where he goes. Very true. Very true. And Jack, I do
0: agree with that. You. you know all that stuff about Salah. They're going to give him at least another year. And see oh, I think her. so. Yeah. He's, Rodgers, he,
3: yeah, with Rodgers getting so, hurt, there's no way you can't give him another year.
0: So Keith, we'll let you hear our picks before we let you go. Uh sure. I'm going to take the Chargers minus three. Uh, I think I, I I don't think that Green Bay <laughs> has a chance with him. I went with Jacksonville also uh my with the minus six i like buffalo i think they're mad they're going to come back and, and beat the jets by uh, a couple scores maybe 10 points and i'm i'm gonna take chicago i mean people forget how good justin fields was before he got hurt he was strong for over 300 yards and he of course he's a he's he's a problem with the legs and if you remember the biggest loss detroit had was when jackson and baltimore went in fields is the same type of quarterback so uh, to me, this is a chance for for Chicago to at least cover, maybe upset them. And that would be biggest...
3: another possibility in New England next year. If they give up on him, if the Bears give up on him, he's another possibility in New England. No doubt. Jack, what do you got?
2: I like my favorites. I think the 49ers, they have it all together again. They're playing at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is not that good. I mean I'm willing to give up the points and take them. What what is it like 11 and a half, 49 should win that yes. game decisively. I like the Dolphins giving what is it 12 points against the Raiders, Are uh, Dolphins at home, Raiders on the Antonio Pierce. I'm not I'm not too impressed, I'll be honest about it. Uh and uh, Dolphins should win that game handily. And I like Denver giving three points to Minnesota. Denver has a really good defense, and now they're kind of peaking. And Joshua Dobbs, their quarterback, he doesn't have Justin Jefferson to throw to, and Dobbs is a career backup. Their defense is going to do a really good job against uh, the Viking offense, so they should be able to cover the three points.
3: Who you got, Jim? Quick comment on Jim's or uh, Jack's uh, Antonio Pierce uh, comment. Jim Harbaugh, Raiders coach next year,
0: possibility. Who well, you got Jim? I got
1: um, the uh, Buffalo with the seven and a half over um, the Jets. I have um, the Chargers over uh, Green Bay, okay. and I'm going to take Detroit. Over uh, Chicago, I think they'll win by seven
0: and a half. All right. Uh, Linda's picks real quick. So, you know, uh, she has Detroit also. She's not scared of the points either. She's got Miami plus 12 and a half, Dallas plus the 10. So she's also going to be heavy favorites. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Keith, thank you for coming in as you do every week. Keith will be coming up on his show. Uh, He's going over there right now. As always, Keith, have a great day, my friend.
3: Great to be here, guys. Have a good football right.
0: Sunday. We will. Great Sunday.
3: Yes, Let me sir. just say
2: something about Mac, the standings that we have. Jim can relate to this as a player when he had teams in first place. You're always peeking to see who's behind you. And I consider – I'm in first place right I'm, now. I consider I Linda go. my biggest threat here. Yes. Uh, you know, speaking seeing Linda concerns me. I mean, she knows Yeah, she's,
0: she's, she's had a Couple, couple big weeks. Jim just didn't yeah. want to hear about your. your, your Jim didn't just,
2: want to listen. Jim, Jim just to get, got off and
0: here. left the film room. uh You know. No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> to, to, no to,
4: Jim could build on last week. The biggest yes. game of
1: the, the day is the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers against that. the uh, uh against the uh, Montreal Alouette, Alouettes. So that's yes. the biggest. What, is so, that,
2: wait, wait, wait! I don't follow the Canadian football league. I should more. Is that uh, the Grey Cup? That's the Grey Cup today. Yes. Yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Is your son in that league? game or what? Yes. Yeah, is your son in that game? Yes. Yes.
0: So he'll, he'll be I'm he'll here. be outside. He'll, he'll be outside, and yeah, Jim is coming to us live from Canada. What
2: is yeah. the weather, Jim? It's
1: beautiful. It's, a, it's the high is going to be about forty four. And the low is going to be about
2: thirty-three. Oh, okay. So that's a beautiful it's, day. Yeah, for Canada especially. Yeah. yeah. So good luck to good, good luck, luck to Jim. Good yeah, luck good luck Jackson. To, yeah,
1: Jeff, Jeffco. You you hear about it? They it's big up here, and I watch yeah, it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I would I I w- I would imagine. Why I doesn't even. the NFL ever go to Canada? They go to Germany. They used they to. to they used to go to Toronto when I was um, playing in Buffalo. It makes a lot of sense to have an NFL franchise in Canada. They have it in the Major League Baseball, but Canadian football
1: is big up here. But I would agree. We used to play in Toronto. Actually, we played Dallas in Toronto in a preseason game. So yeah, they don't
0: even they don't even play there. They don't. They go to England. They go to Germany. And Canada is right there. I mean, yeah, right.
2: There. That's one last thing. Would an NFL franchise in Canada hurt the Canadian Football League? That is a good question. I'm 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 not sure. I'm not sure, but
1: they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty. Um, this game is sold out. That tells you. And they love their Canadian. They love their CFL up here. Yep. Hey, a
0: lot, listen. A lot of a lot of players chose and choose uh, to go to Canadian football just to make their you know to build their resume a little bit. When exactly. Exactly. It's been
1: quite a. Obviously, Warren Moon, who's a Hall of Famer, right. Doug Flutie. There's been quite yeah. a few players that I'll go
0: back to Joe Theismann. He was there, too. You said and Joe Theismann there.
1: Yeah, and there's yeah. been other defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And there's Canadians playing in the NFL at
0: this point. Yeah, exactly. 100% right. So, uh, you know, the the game is not that far apart. It's not like it's a total opposite. It's, it, right. it feels a little wider. And, uh, you know, you got one more like, player and
1: three yeah. downs.
0: And I, I don't don't you got to get like a, a for a. Uh, some some on yards and four plays or something. Yeah. There's a rule. It's yards.
1: It's a ten yards. Yeah, you only have really two two downs to get ten yards.
0: Right. So it's a little bit a little bit a little more throwing. So folks, yes. as we always have every week, we have our one of our uh of course our main correspondents that come in here. He's carries the big stories for the week and. He is simply irresistible, that's for sure. <laughs> so let's bring Robert Butler in.
6: Hey, morning, guys.
0: How you doing today, Robert? Good morning, Good
6: morning Robert. I'm the, I'm the yes, war sir, correspondent here, you know. Yes, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so Robert, you know, we love having you in every week with the big stories. Get your take on a lot of things that happened uh, that and uh, that are coming up. And uh, I guess... The biggest news is the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns and uh, Cincinnati. Big All North news, right? The one of the best divisions in yeah. the league. Um, Cincinnati, Cleveland lose their quarterback. Um, Baltimore's tight end. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
6: Yeah, it, it really waters down the league. There, you know, it's it, a guy like um, Deshaun Watson. I mean, people are questioning why did you go out and get Watson and uh there there was one stat i read or one uh 11 games 90 million dollars and all this but i look at it the other way i look at it the fact that mr haslam i want to say he's been the owner what 10 11 years you know and this team has not had a they had an alternate in the pro bowl at quarterback Derek anderson back in 07 and so They've had a reputation for not having a good quarterback. The, the guys, at least he's trying as an owner. And he had to overpay. Who wants to go to Cleveland, man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing personal. You don't even, hey, you don't even <laughs> so it, it, The jury
2: is still out on Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. He has three more years left yes. in his contract. Uh, he was rusty. They knew they were getting nothing out of him last year because he was under suspension for a good part of the year. This year, he got hurt. He had a good last game before he got hurt. I know what Deshaun Watson can do. He's an elite quarterback. Yeah. They'll have him the next three years. If he takes the Browns to a Super Bowl, then the deal is worth it. Right now, it doesn't look good, though. Right.
6: 14 straight completions to beat the Ravens last week.
2: Yeah. Wow.
6: Yeah. I mean, he was hot.
5: Yeah.
6: I, I wonder how
1: that – bro- a broken bone in the shoulder. And yeah. In his shoulder. I wonder how that's going to affect him. That's an unusual injury,
6: don't you think? Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't the reoccur. It was a new injury. Yeah. And, well, they were playing with backup tackles, guys. Then yeah. <laughs> right tackles, and, and yep. the Ravens were very- the best of
0: them. Now, now, if you t- you tune to the already quarterback that has established himself, that is a superstar, and of course, I'm talking about Joe Burrows. I mean. What's, what's going to happen with Cincinnati the rest of the year? Uh, can that can that backup rookie quarterback do anything over there, Robert, do you think?
6: Uh, Downing, no, I doubt it. Uh, I looked at their schedule, guys. They'll be lucky to win another game. They're 5-5. Five and five. Plus, the run defense has suffered. They lost both safeties. I thought they only lost one, but they lost two safeties, Bates and Von Bell. The run defense is a shell of what it used to be. Houston ran all over them last Sunday. And I love Lou Amarano, but – they that the injuries have really caught up with them on that side of the ball. And as far as Burrow's concerned, I'm starting to think, and I was talking about this Friday on my program, that maybe he's the Dan Marino of this generation. You know, gets to the Super Bowl second year, team is subpar, Dolphins never really had a pass rush nor a great running game when his tenure there. Uh, this guy, Zach Taylor, was on the verge of being fired. I mean, he was. Well, I mean, they got Joe Burrow because they got the number one pick, you know. We're going to find out how good a coach he is these next few games.
2: Well, more than that, Rob, has the Bengals' window closed? I picked them to win the Super Bowl this year. They're not going to do it. Next season, are they going to be like the Buffalo Bills are this year? Is the window now closing? Uh, uh, Can they come back next year? In just as good a shape as they were at the beginning of this year, before injuries took over.
6: Well, think about it this way: they're going to get a pretty high pick. Uh, maybe they trade a player, maybe uh, Higgins or somebody. You know, build the defense up a little bit, and you'll have a healthy Joe Burrow. But we start. We got to start to wonder: maybe Earl Burrow's an injury-prone player. I mean, a lot of stuff comes into question. They they took a big chance and went out and got Orlando Brown at left tackle this year. See, I wouldn't say it's close, not with a guy that, like that. I
1: agree with you 100%, Robert. Yeah, because they're so young at the key very position, young, and that's what's going to keep them in the race. Where teams like Buffalo are a little older
6: in key positions. And oh, yeah, cornerback, a pass rush. I mean, Von Miller yeah. and Tradavius White have got some miles on them.
0: Yeah, so so Mark Andrews gets hurt, he's out for the season. Um, you know that's you know him and jackson have been together since the beginning when they came in he's his favorite receiver but jackson did go to the other receivers at the end of the game to win that uh you know it, uh, obj looks pretty good i'm trying to remember the other guy's name that made a, hey, made a heck of a trey catch. Flowers. yes well trey flowers is good also but the oh, guy yeah, the rookie, think, yeah yeah so i mean i think i think it, it you know it doesn't hurt as much as it as it would have maybe last year or the year before. But Jackson did get uh, get a little hurt there, and, and maybe yeah. that nags him through the through the season, Robert.
6: Yeah, right now they would be the fa- battle of attrition. You know, I had a feeling this was going to happen in the AFC North. Most competitive division in football, most physical division. I mean, it's just a man, black and blue. blue black and blue. <laughs> yeah everybody's limping up there. Oh, uh, you know, I, I think they'll be okay. They got a lot of depth. They they draft well. This is a good opportunity. It's probably between Kansas City and Baltimore uh, for the AFC as of today, not unless Jacksonville can make some strides and some adjustments. They're also a very young team, too. Well,
1: Mike Tomlin, you never count Tomlin. I don't think they'll get there, but he's doing a tremendous job with probably a we, below we, average. Out gained yeah, me, in
6: every game. Yeah, it mean, is not
2: a difference maker. Yes. Lamar you know Jackson what? is a difference yes. maker. You know, once you get to the playoffs. You know, me but and Lamar and, Jackson losing his tight end. And that's your security blanket, your yes. tight yes. end. And that, well, me, that's going to hurt Baltimore me a lot. And Jim,
0: me and Jim, we had a meeting before the show. We went over the format because he brought me into the Steelers. He's been bringing me into every next subject. Listen. I don't care if they don't have a great quarterback. They have a great, great defense. They lead the league in turnovers, yes. uh, turning another team over. They got a great pass rush. They got one of the greatest defensive uh, ends. Uh, you know, who knows? This guy may be in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, going against Cleveland without Watson, a rookie quarterback, I expect them to, to turn that guy over maybe three, four times.
6: Yeah, I, the weird thing about it, Cleveland's a one-point favorite in that game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because the Cleveland's got a good running game with Jerome Ford. They're good in the middle, but they're not good on the outside. And I would not have put that rookie in there. I would have put P.J. Walker. I don't know what Stefanski's thinking. Maybe the ownership's forcing his hand, guys.
2: P.J. Walker's not much, I. Can't blame the move
6: by Cleveland.
2: He's oh, I mean, he's three Walker, one. I mean he's he takes around. P.J. Walker doesn't have much upside. He he runs well, but you know, but to go against that steeler defense, he's not going to you know use his legs and get much but, done.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, I I don't understand it either.
0: Yeah. Um, I listen, I, I mean maybe I maybe they think the kids the kid's got more than Walker. I don't know. He didn't play too well last time he played. I don't know. That's for a fight. Oh
6: yeah. They got the uh, head
0: coach head coach Ryan Houston is getting a lot of credit. Jack kind of kind of I don't want to say scolded him, but didn't know why he was doing what he was doing with CJ Stroud, making that a competition, having him res- you know, earn the respect yeah. of the players, uh Robert. Um and, yeah. and the kid is playing lights out.
6: Yeah, Ryan's would probably be – if they get to the playoffs, he would be a candidate uh, for coach of the year. Uh, keep an eye on this guy, name, guys. Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator, young guy, comes over from hey, the fence. His fest, dad man.
1: was at the Cowboys during our Super Bowl run.
6: Was he really? Yeah, Bobby What small world, ain't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's Slowick. the nepotism, his Jim. Dad, yeah. yeah, his dad was a long time coach. Yeah, long, long time. Well,
6: that's really gonna help him. Uh, that's that's re- they got a good running game. Like I said, they ran all over Cincinnati. Uh, very good schemes there, getting guys like Tank, Dale, Noah Brown, but Stroud. Like we all said before, we thought that you know, and that's going out on limb because these Ohio State quarterbacks don't turn out that's to be right. Up. He
1: might be the first.
6: He's Ohio breaking State the mold to go to
1: the to um,
4: the Pro Bowl.
2: Yeah. I mean, I thought he should have gone first overall, but I still think Bryce Young is going to have a good NFL career. I don't think Bryce Young will be a flop for the Panthers. You know, they'll be happy with him when all is said and done. But CJ's draft is the better the two.
0: See the the challenge flag here, everybody, right? (laughs) Jack is always pumping Bryce Young. I don't know why. I have no idea. maybe he is maybe he's Those are his clients, oh, yeah. Maybe he's invested in Bryce Young in some way. I don't know if he's you know, if he's part, you know, if, if he's got like a stock market, uh I don't I don't know what's going on with Jack with Bryce Young. We all I, know I like Bryce Young too. I know man. you do, Jim. I know you do. And and you know, you should know better playing the game. When you yeah, you know, but you, he's I mean, he's good as what? He's good as what? He's good as what? Kyle Murray? Is that how good he's no, good?
1: What's happening is you got an impatient owner. They have to oh, build around.
0: Yes, this kid And is We not and
1: we. He's not Joe Burrows. No. Yeah, and Kyle, Kyle Murray
2: is good, Mac. Kyle Murray's maturity. That's the issue with maturity. But Kyle Murray's really good otherwise.
0: Kyle Murray's great, Jack. I mean, the the guy every team wants him. I mean, besides the. Uh, Besides the Cardinals, yeah, a big uh,
1: contract. But the when you think about issue. what you're saying, nobody yes. wanted Lamar Jackson. Every team yeah. that needed a quarterback. had Who, that who
0: wanted? Who wanted to, when did the Ravens want to trade uh, Jackson? They gave him when they franchised him. You could have. Had when, him, did did they, him. when did they? When did right they? When did they want to? When did they I mean, want Robert, to trade? Sorry, when did? When did the rumor come out they were going to trade Lamar Jackson? I, I didn't hear that, Jim.
6: Well. He he was injured the last two years, Mac. Yeah, and yes, he was. Th- there was discussions of him being traded because yeah. he didn't yeah, finish. I, I, what but the head if they did they have franchise them? You could have
0: had what, it for two. What did round? the
6: head
2: coach oh, I'm the, gonna tell you why, Mac. I can answer that because teams didn't think Lamar Jackson would give in on his contract situation, that he was gonna hold firm and want the Sean Watson type money, which was an aberration, and the other one is one willing.
0: To do it, Cleveland did. I understand understand the situation. All I'm saying is, I never heard the head coach say, you know, or the GM say, "Well, we really don't want uh, 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 Lamar Jackson."
6: I never. When they put
1: that tag on him, that gave them the opportunity for teams to
6: look at him. Right. Oh yeah, that particular tag they uh, they had to match that Mac. Yes. Right. Yeah.
0: I listen. Listen. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there wasn't problems there. You know. Yeah. But uh mom, mom and Lamar held out and they And, they, <laughs> and, and actually they it was here.
1: a good it was good for Lamar. It worked yeah.
0: out. I agree. I agree. I agree. Now, Kyle I just thought a different story. I exactly and I don't think Bryce Young is better than Kyle Murray at this point. I don't think he ever will be. But that's for Well he's not as thing. athletic as Kyle Murray. Uh, yeah, and, he, and he's not as he's not as big. He doesn't This
1: is
2: a, my, uh, Mac. This is Bryce Young's clipboard. Yeah. You Want him to hold a clipboard so he wouldn't be doing anything right. Let him go through these growing pains and make his mistakes and and he
0: might and he could go it could go opposite and he might get destroyed by this too, Jack. It could go opposite too. He might he might this may this champ. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Robert, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, you know, I go every time I talk about CJ Stroud, Jack got some. Bring up Bryce Young. So the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions is another offensive coordinator. A lot of people are looking at uh, uh, Robert with his catch and and run schemes he's got there. Talk a little bit about him.
6: Yeah, Ben Johnson. uh, Yeah, he was um, a candidate for the Carolina job, speaking of Bryce Young, last year. Turned it down. Now this team looks to be in the driver's seat to win this division. I think they'll probably win a game, maybe two, in the playoffs. Uh, you look at a guy like Sean McDermott. They've already fired their offensive coordinator at Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo fires McDermott. Wouldn't you like an opportunity to see a guy like Ben Johnson and a Josh Allen together? So I think that uh, he will get calls, and and if he's wise, I, I would take it. I think the iron will be hot. There's going to be quite a few openings coming up in the uh, – well, we already got one, really, technically, with the Raiders, right? So – it's usually about seven or eight a year. So, oh, you uh, think it's I think gonna be so, that
1: many, Robert?
6: It's usually, yeah. I mean, uh, possibly Arthur Smith, Ron Rivera, maybe Bill Belichick parts ways. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it starts to really it's add horrible. up. Some people are talking about Mike Vrabel here, yeah. so we're trying to send smoke signals. Vrabel, man, get some blocking scheme, we want to keep you around, you know, do something
0: <laughs> real, real, well, real quick, real quick yeah. Jim. Could you, could you could you talk a little bit about ca- catch and run concepts? You know what they're talking. I I kind of do, but you know you played the game. You know what that, that the the uh, you know the catch and run concepts are. Me. Yeah, I put you on the spot, buddy. You catch the ball and run. <laughs>
2: Hell of a concept.
0: Well, let me let <laughs> me let me let me let me tell a little and bit. That's
2: me instead <laughs> of Jim. I have more experience from my two-hand touch days. Than Jim. <laughs> yes, he, does, he does.
0: So it's let, let me real, real quick because you know I brought it up the kitchen, risky. Listen, that's a lot about wide receivers block and a lot about a lineman going down the field after a short a short pass, the timing of those things, so that, you know, that you have blocking. It's almost like a, a short run, and even when you're going over the middle or whatever, the, the, the offensive lineman uh, will release after just as the ball's being thrown, and so the receivers will also be blocking downfield, and that's what they're kind of meaning about the, uh, the catch-and-run concepts.
6: So yeah. always, okay.
0: a, always a coach, Jim. I'm always a coach. Always a so, coach. Always the coach. So I call um, it, oh, I just let's talk. I didn't shoot. Yes, and, and you were pretty fast for a big guy, especially when uh, you were out running offensive linemen. That was really impressive. So, so anyway, Robert, uh, let's talk about my favorite team, the Giants, and and the, yeah. and the what it looks like going to happen at the end of the year. I've been hearing it. I know you've been hearing it. Uh, what are your thoughts about the offensive coordinators and maybe a clash come draft day?
6: Yeah, yeah, I did look that up. Uh, you, you sent that, and uh, there, there is a rumor that, that both of those coordinators could be let go, the offense and defensive coordinators. Uh, usually you start with position coaches when it comes to something like that. Remember Detroit last year were 1-6? They let their secondary coach go there, uh, but I did, you know, I think it's maybe a talent problem. I mean, they're getting blown out by Dallas on a regular basis. They've been blown out by Philadelphia. Uh, the Raiders? The Ra- Yeah, the Raiders. Plus, I looked at um, – there was a mock draft, and it has them taking Drake May as the number two overall pick uh, in a CBS mock draft that was done this week. So, uh, who knows what they're – I don't know if the coordinators will get let go, but I, I do think maybe maybe a position coach or two may be let go, and I think that maybe they do perhaps possibly draft a quarterback. I know they're going to have to either keep Daniel Jones at least one more year because his cap hit's so big, or they you know may, may trade him if they find a trade partner. That's a big if right now.
2: So if Let me get this right. Brian DeBow was coach of the year last year. Now there's a the whole coaching <laughs> turnover. It's like the, the NBA, Giants. right? Let uh, me tell you what the problem is. <laughs> The problem is the NFL is about showing up each week. Players have to show up, and the Giants don't show up each week. I've been critical of Thibodeau, for example. He was great against the Jets. The best play on the field, the next week he doesn't show up. You can't show up once every three weeks. You have to show up week after week. That's what the league is about. And I want to see what the Giants do the rest of the year. Are they going to be competitive? Are they going to be in games? Are they going to be playing hard? That's more important to me than wins and losses going forward because they're not making the playoffs this year. Your well, core players, are they going to be back next year? And you have to rebuild all of a sudden? Well, the problem with the uh, Giants
1: fans are they have no patience. The ball probably started off better than he should have, yes. and he did by going to the playoffs. And now their expectations, but look at the injuries they have. Waller's injured. Daniel Jones is injured. Saquon Barkley's not even 100%. Plus, I've always said this about their scheme on defense. They're playing man-to-man defense with two rookie cornerbacks. You're going to get burnt. You might need. He's preparing them for the next guy that comes in. That is scary.
0: It is. It is. And you know what I'm afraid of? I mean, with Wellington Mara, you know, wanting Daniel Jones to be his his franchise quarterback, that they don't draft a quarterback. You know, this year that maybe they go I after a Harrod. I, I mean, be
1: the guy. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe he does that, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm scared of. That maybe the head coach and the GM are saying, "Hey, we need the quarterback," and Mara's saying, "We got our quarterback. Go get somebody else." And I can see that happening. I really can.
2: But John Mara, they're loyal to Giant ownership. If the coach and GM listen to them and the Giants don't win, they won't lose their jobs if they listen to the owner. But I can't imagine if the Giants have a shot at Williams or May in the draft, them bypassing them and deciding Daniel Jones is their franchise quarterback. I just can't see it.
0: Yeah, I, and, you know, you know, I agree, Jack, I agree with you. I'm just saying we got to get more people around Daniel Jones and maybe, yes. maybe Harrison is sitting there at number two. And, you know, who knows what happens? Yeah, Harrison
1: would be another good choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Or I, Harrison are, I mean, you got two kind of generational players. And yeah. these quarterbacks yeah. scare me because you see what or, happens. Or, or Jim, or,
0: and. or Jim, if you decide to go with the offensive line, they got a big tackle at Notre Dame that'll be in the top 10. Yeah, they pass
1: yes, a City. Oh,
0: Yeah. So the, do they pass him? I, I'm I'm worried that they're not gonna go get a quarterback, and that's that's what I think. I that might yeah, happen. And that's what I'm now
1: worried about. Daniel Jones is not the only issue they have. They got other issues. Yeah. And you gotta I mean, could you imagine them with uh Harrison Jr. throwing to him or yeah. or Bowers? It would make them more effective because and then like you said, get that offensive lineman. That might be the guy.
0: I you know that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think the Giants need to go out. I think this quarterback class is as good as the '83 class. There's a lot, lot of good quarterbacks out here. <laughs> I think there's five. No, I'm five, sorry. Five. At least five. I, I, I think they're I'm telling you, Jim. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I'm He's telling okay. you, you got Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is okay, you got the quarterback
2: of Washington. You got the quarterback of Oregon. I mean, he said a, you didn't like the quarterback at Washington. One, I, one thing Mac knows college quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. he already said Trey Lance would be a bust. This guy, that guy. Mac has a track record, Jim, of uh, evaluating college quarterbacks. I got yeah. to give they him have that. Good. <laughs> Jonathan, <yeah.
6: laughs> Phoenix right. does look so, good. He looked good last night in the rain. Cool. Yes. big win. Yeah. so
2: Robert
0: give us your yeah. give us your fantasy team so some people can make some money out there would you
6: yeah well old Jamie I that set him right uh <laughs> I had uh, Mike Evans had a good day last Sunday yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he was way better than Calvin Ridley's. uh but anyways okay uh like Trevor Lawrence against Tennessee a little banged up in the secondary the Titans are. Uh, Devon Achin, he is back from Miami. Off the bye week, they should run wild. Him and I've got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill may have 150 yards at halftime of this game, guys. (laughs) I mean, he is it's 80 degrees, great weather. Off a bye week, I've got him. Tank Dell, we talked about Stroud earlier. I've got him today against Arizona's secondary. Uh, Trey McBride on the other side, Arizona's tight end. Uh, that's a great matchup. Uh, Houston, if they do have a weakness, it's in the middle for the Texans. Luke Musgrave is my flex. He's the, uh, tight end out of green Bay. And of course the Steelers defense, they're going to get after this guy like nobody's business. So that and Calvin Ridley, uh, as receiver also throw him in there. Lawrence to Calvin Ridley's believe it or not against this banged up Titans secondary. There
0: you go. Believe all it or not, we'll have you. a good game. All right, Robert, thanks again as you do every week for coming in. Check out Robert Butler at Sports Scope with a K. Robert, you're, you're the, the man. man. Thanks, guys. Take thank uh, care, Robert. Thank guy.
2: you. Thank you, Rob, for discontinuing the Tennessee Titan report.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: right. Have Robert, a good
2: show, guys.
0: Yes, sir. You know, I was thinking so, about this.
1: There's only one guy on this panel team that has a winning record.
2: Okay, and, and it was me. I'm the only what? one. Wait, wait, wait! Are we counting the Buffalo Bill record on there at 500 or something now? I, I uh, think so. I think you're so. right. I have to count them. So.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. So let's 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 bring up the Philadelphia sports guy himself, Jamie hi, Pax. Hi. How you doing today, Pax? I'm
7: doing well. I thought I'd get a chance to to ask about some fantasy questions. Uh, you know, he he uh, served me right last week. I, I was going to get a you know get some more advice from him this week. Are
0: you in Kansas City right now?
7: now as as I am in Kansas City. In fact, I'll, I'll show you over there. Uh, I, I'm right near the War Memorial. Right. Is that where it's at? There you go. Yeah, there you
0: go. A, All right.
7: World All right. War Two Memorial. Good.
0: Bags, we've been we've been going over the beginning of the year picks, and you put yours in as far as the division winners and the wild cards. That's what we're going to talk about. So we're going to go over here real quick. We'll go over uh, what you said in the beginning of the year as, as far as division winners in the AFC. You had Buffalo, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and Kansas City. Um, Buffalo, maybe I don't think so. Cincinnati. No, that's not happening. But Jacksonville and Kansas City are still look promising.
7: Yeah, that obviously Buffalo is is not having the season that they were expecting to have. That sounds like sounds like that window's about closing. Um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Joe Burrows has been really injured all season long. You know, it, he had a couple of good games and now he's out for the rest of the season. So, you know, yes. injuries do occur. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know,
0: as wild cards, you had the Chargers, the Jets, and Miami. Um, not bad. I mean, those three teams still could do that or, or even win the division as far as Miami goes. So those those picks are, are still standing up. In the NFC, you had Philly, Chicago, which doesn't look like it's going to come to fruition, Tampa Bay still a possibility, and Seattle still possible. So you got like three or four uh, and at your division Winners, and then you had the Giants, San Francisco, and Minnesota. Giants, of course, that ain't happening. But it's still San Francisco and Minnesota are still uh, value, uh, a value. Uh,
7: I had a Chicago. You sure I didn't have Detroit? I mean, as uh, you mentioned Chicago, I'm like I don't think I had Chicago. I think I had Detroit, and I was really high on Detroit at the beginning of the season. I, I, so I'm, I'm, not not sure.
0: Sure. I'm not sure. I'm maybe not sure you have that me. correct. Maybe you mentioned maybe you meant Detroit and said Chicago. I'm not sure. No, nah, I wouldn't. Like I said, Chicago.
7: I didn't. I didn't start to like the Chicago until they start to put in Tyson Bajan. So I mean,
2: the red flags, packs throw the red flags. He overturned when a Coates picks. When I yeah, when I, I, think, I think I think I was uh, high
7: on Detroit. I was really high on Detroit. And I thought be, that Detroit was would win
2: because you don't even
7: have me list. You don't even have Detroit listed in that group, so I'm saying you got. I think you absolutely have Chicago wrong, I think and I'm it's sure Detroit. The
0: team team you're, you're, in the you're, NFC listen, game. listen, you're right under Keith. Keith had Chicago, that's what it was. So you did have Detroit, you were correct. So, okay, that's all right. So, Detroit, so all really, all four still have a chance at. At being the uh, winning the title there, so pretty good there. So let's get to some. Let's get to uh, uh, your picks, Pags, for the week. And the yeah, I guess guys, the Giants
7: uh, are definitely not going to make it. So I, I gave the Giants uh, a little bit of credence there, and, and guess what? They uh, they took that credence <laughs> and and flushed it.
0: Well, that's why they are playing well because you picked them, Pags. I tell you, you don't pick the. You Giants.
2: thought the Giants were one year away from being serious Super Bowl contenders. Two. Two. Away. Years. I said two. Yeah, I would. Do you care to revise that to four, or five years now?
7: Uh, you know what? It's going to be interesting to see their bounce back. With you know, like they said, they they were nine and seven last year, or nine and eight, and or one, ten and
2: seven and one.
7: Right. So, and then to come back to come back this year to have this, I, I I'd be interested to see. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're going to make the playoffs next year, but they better have a big bounce back.
0: Pags, so so let's 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 get to your, your picks for this week and your underdog and we'll give our underdogs right after your underdog so what do you got Pags?
7: Uh so this week I like the bills minus seven and a half mm-hmm. the Lions minus seven and a half and the Texans I have them at minus six
0: well the Lions I think we're going with nine points that was the original. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the Lions I just are... I just saw I just saw it right before it came
7: on. So if it's, it's at right nine, two, I, I, I still care. like the Lions at nine.
0: All right, that's what I want to say. I don't care what you saw. Everybody's playing by the same rules here. Minus nine. And who's your underdog again, buddy? Uh
7: my my underdog would be the Seahawks at plus two.
0: Seattle Seahawks at plus two. All right. So of course every week we do give you Jim is
5: studying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. So our underdog picks, and I I got something to show you to give me a little bit more luck with my underdog picks. I do have the underdog ring on, as you see. (laughs) So I have my underdog ring, with the power pill is actually inside the ring. I have the blue power pill inside that ring. It's authentic, and here he is, the man of the hour, underdog. So there you go. That's that's my good luck. So, um, so let me give you my underdog first here, and I'll give you I'll I'll give you Linda's. So my underdog pick is Chicago. Chicago is going to stay within. Justin Fields has a big game. Detroit. Kind of takes them lightly, and feels throws for about 300 yards and runs for a, for a couple touchdowns. So that's my underdog. Uh, Linda's underdog is Minnesota. She'll pick Minnesota with her favorites, underdogs. She don't care. So Minnesota is Linda's
2: pick. Jack, who do you got? This is the easiest underdog pick of the season. I don't. I don't understand what you guys were talking about earlier. The Jets. You mean seven and a half points? They're going to beat Buffalo outright in Buffalo today. Oh. I mean, they're not. Yeah. I don't even need. The, I don't even need the points that they're going to win the game. Okay. Yes. I'm more confident than I was even in, when I said they were going to beat the Eagles, which they did. outright, Not with the points, but they're going to win today's game. Buffalo gets a new offensive coordinator. They make Dorsey the full guy. And they bring in Brady, who got fired at Carolina because the offense couldn't do a darn thing there. Like, that's going to make a difference. It's only going to make Buffalo's offense worse in the short term, at least. Okay? Jets win this game. I mean, today, point blank. Buffalo musters very little offense against this ferocious Jets defense.
0: (laughs) All right, Jackie, listen. I'm not going to say it's a bad pick. I just don't think it's right. So, what do Is you think? Is it seven
2: and a half or seven? I'm curious. It's seven I got eight. it at seven and a half. If it's seven and a half, I guarantee a jet, the Jets are going to cover at, least, at we least. We got seven. We got seven. They're going to win the game outright. All right. So you uh, well, if, he,
7: if we got seven, everybody plays by the same rules. I don't want that hook catching
1: me either. No. Yeah, no, it's seven enough. and a half. Seven well,
0: and a half. We that half with, point no, means no, a no, lot. Guys, guys we, we, we take the points and we make our bets. On the original first. Just so at seven to
2: seven and a half, Matt. Seven seven
0: points. That's what we're on. Seven about.
2: points. That's fine with me. Yeah, that was the original. He's, well, you're going to win.
0: You don't care. Well, Jets are
2: going to win the game outright. I won't yeah. like the seven points.
0: All right, Jim, who you got for your underdog?
1: Um, the Rams opened up uh, two and a half against mm-hmm. uh, Seattle. I'm taking Seattle as my underdog.
7: Yeah, I, I have it at only two right now, so that's yeah, why I'll take I'll take the I'll take the hook on that too because I chose Seattle. It opened Seattle up,
2: opened up at one point. One
0: point no, they did not open up as a one. Point yeah, Jim Jack,
2: is trying I, Jim to slash
0: and
7: claw. Yeah. But you I'm know, it's, right it's, right now, like, Jack. it's
2: one. I point. throw the red flag it's on so Jim, Jim on this. that.
7: Hold thing. on, hold <laughs> on. Listen, listen. We can't be talking about lines that happened on Tuesday. Yes, we can. On Sunday. Guys, well, we we can. Can. No, we can't. No, we can't because no gambler does it that way. No, no gambler man. does it that way. We make a pitch on Sundays,
5: play. not on
0: Tuesdays. Guys. Guys. People <laughs> can bet on opening day. I'm sorry. In fact, they're betting on next week right now, Paz. If you want to be able to know the truth. They're already betting on next week.
5: Yeah, so but we're, no, we're betting on it now, like, not on Tuesday. Guys,
0: we're all going. We're all going off the same bets.
7: So you say, see the Seahawks, you say the Seahawks were a, a minus one, they were one point favorite. Now they're a two point dog, and I'm choosing them as my dog, and you're saying they're favorite. They're so, how does that work? Dead, but that's I, I chose them as my underdog. So, Change how am that. I choosing them as my underdog if Change. they're given points?
0: Change your underdog pick. That's like a diet.
2: Well, I you know, I think the easiest thing to do. I mean, no, everyone's notice is keeping away from the biggest game of the week. I mean, I'm no Mac's gonna get to it, so I don't mean to get to it early, but it's interesting the no, cheap eagle no, Jack, game. No, Jack, everyone's keeping Jack, away Jack, from Jack, it. A bet. Jack,
0: Jack. Let's right, let's let's finish this first. who's we'll Okay, see.
1: since we can't pick that, I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh who's minus two point five against uh, Cleveland.
0: So you're picking Cleveland because Pittsburgh is minus two point five. No,
1: um actually Cleveland is. I'm picking Pittsburgh to be the under they're the underdogs and Cleveland. I'm picking since I can't pick uh, Seattle. Are you sure?
7: Are you sure because Pittsburgh opened up as the favorite?
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh is was plus four at Cleveland when it opened. So you're oh, thinking
1: geez. It
0: was Oh geez. I can't do that either. Do you know all right, all right, all right. Pittsburgh was plus four? You can't take p- Pittsburgh, Jim.
1: Oh, man, um, I'm not taking the Giants. The Giants, Pittsburgh.
0: Listen, Jim, Jim. Pittsburgh okay. is the underdog, according to what we're going here. They're plus four. Yeah, so sports. I'm taking Pittsburgh.
1: All right, all right. It's okay. the underdog. All right, so then I got to change
7: mine now. And yeah. uh, let's see. With the with the, the Giants opened up at uh, they were getting uh, 37 and a half when it opened up. Initially. So, uh, you know, that was on Tuesday. And then they heard that DeVito still stinks on Wednesday, and it went up to 40.5. So, uh, whatever, uh, I'll take the Vikings.
5: Well, you're taking the Vikings
7: too? Because I don't trust that the Giants will cover the 37.5. I
0: don't think so either. So, Pax has the Vikings as his underdog, Jim has the Steelers as his underdog.
7: Now, did the, the Vikings, because a lot of lines changed. What was, what was the Vikings line?
0: The Vikings was up, I think it's plus two. Plus two.
7: Yeah, because I have it at plus three. So, all right. I think the Vikings went out right anyways.
0: Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about about the game. Kansas City versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um It looks like, if I'm correct, bags I don't know what you, what your line is, but uh what I got right now is that Philadelphia is getting two and a half going to KC. Is that what you got? To was that what it opened up at, or that's what it's at now? And it's just plus two and a half. That's what it opened as. Yeah, um, I got minus two
1: and a half.
7: Right. That's so. Uh, I got the, I got the Eagles plus two and a half. That's where it would right. bring.
0: Okay, so 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 of course it's not Monday night. We might, I maybe maybe we'll do the show Monday night for you, Pags, so you can get the right spreads. I mean, I don't know. Is that what you want? How you want to do it?
7: Hey, uh, well, listen. Normally, you bet the spread as it's making spread. the bet, not 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 from a week ago. Yeah, the Giants at the beginning of the season when when this line initially opened up, the Giants were favored in this game.
0: I could be a smartass too, though. I'm trying the point. (laughs) Let's let's get your thoughts on on the biggest game for the Eagles so far this season. In my opinion,
7: anyway. So it's. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be very similar to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be the opposite direction. I think that the Chiefs are going to come out and score points initially. And the Eagles are going to be the ones that are going to need the halftime to make the adjustments to start to get points back. And I think at the very, very end, you're going to see it very similar to how it worked out in the Super Bowl in the opposite way. Uh, I think that the Eagles are going to be able to pull it off at the end. But it's going, be, uh, it's going to be a really close game. And I really believe that whoever has the ball last will wind up winning this game.
5: Yeah.
0: So you're predicting the Eagles will have the ball last, and that's how they're going to win the game.
7: I think it's going to be the opposite of what happened. I think that the Chiefs are going to have a 10-point lead going into halftime, okay. and the Eagles are going to have a, a better second half. For some reason or another, the Chiefs are able to start off strong, but not finish strong. That they're able to get uh, good coaches are able to figure them out a little bit, And stop the offense. Now, with Miami, they weren't able to score points enough to to finish the job. Uh, I think the Eagles will be able to score points enough. I think
2: there's a reasonable chance, guys, that this is a Super Bowl rematch. You know, preview. Preview. But I think this game is a little overhyped. I mean, it's a great regular season game, but it's not going to have any psychological implications going forward. Finn was in a game like this, actually, after your cowboy team blew out the Buffalo Bills. You played them in the regular season the following year. They came to Dallas. You didn't have Emmett Smith playing, and the Bills won the game. That should have bolstered their confidence. We can beat these guys. Yet, when they played in the Super Bowl, the one thing the Bills were lacking in the rematch was confidence, you know? And they lost again, you know, that match. So I don't think if the Eagles win this game, they play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. I don't think it does anything for the Eagles' confidence in that sense, figuring we can beat these guys, we should beat them.
0: I kind of disagree with you, and I'm going to tell you why. If, if Kansas City beats the Eagles again, in prime time on monday night and there's going to be a lot of people watching this game the chiefs have beat them in a the super bowl and then beat them in prime time in front of a lot of people i think that does get to their psyche a little bit i think i think the eagles are the ones with something to prove here not the chiefs the chiefs already beat them in the super bowl they the the, the team that needs something to prove today i know it's a regular season game but if i'm if i'm an eagle I want revenge. That's how I would go. If I'm the Eagles coach. This is not know. a revenge game, though.
7: It's not a revenge game. That's the problem. Like you, I hear what you're saying, but this isn't college football. This isn't a revenge game. This is, this is a regular season game between two really good teams. And I kind of feel that, uh, now, if this was the Super Bowl, then it's a revenge game. If they play each other in the Super Bowl, it'll be a revenge game. I think this is a regular season game. I feel that the Eagles, yeah, you know, there's there is some hype to want to beat Andy Reid. You know, he's we played him three times. All three times he's won. So this is time number four. You know, it the sample size isn't enough because we don't play them that frequently. But I I think that we should beat the, this team. You know, twenty five percent of the time at the very least. So I, I kind of feel like you said, this is going to be a close game. Uh, it's going to be tight. And whatever happens in this game has no ramifications.
2: Well, I
0: I'll tell you why I'm thinking this. I talked to Byron Williams. I think Jim might have been in a position. I, Dallas did lose a Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, when you played with him, right, Jim? No. no. They, 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 okay, so Byron no. was the only one that really knows this. When they lost to the Bears in the championship, and they got, and they got blown out, they thought about that game all year, Pags, and of course they paid them, played them again, and they blew them out. The so Bears, as yeah, the Chicago Bears back in '85 when they had that great defense. Uh, the they Giants played the Patriots. Lost, I'm talking about the playoffs, Pags. When
5: yeah,
7: uh, i uh, Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm. I i i, I did not understand. I thought you were talking no, about it, the Bills.
0: So they played. They played the Bears. The Bears just blew their doors off. That's the game that Sean Lenden missed the punt when he dropped the ball and the Bears scooped it up and ran for a touchdown. The giant players I interviewed said that's all they thought about all offseason. They, they, they didn't even think about the Super Bowl. They wanted to beat the hell out of the Bears the next time they played them because that's all they thought about. And to me, when you go to the Super Bowl and lose the Super Bowl, there's unfinished business, and you got the same team coming up again. To me, and I don't know, Jim, I don't, I don't know if you agree or not, maybe not, but to me down deep i want to beat the hell out of the chiefs that's where well, i Well that's what happened with the
1: 49ers and the Cowboys and that's why it's such intense they don't play each other all the time but it is intense because of you know the 49ers success and the Cowboys success and i think the more important
7: game i think the more important game across the board is the eagles and the 49ers I think that the 49ers have had that circled. I think the Eagles have had that circled because of all the backtalk and the bickering.
0: I agree with that. I just so far, I think this is this, to the date. I think the Sanford is more important. I agree with you there. I think that's. I think that's going to be more even and more intense than this game is. But I think I, think the, Eagles, I think the Eagles really want this game, and maybe. But, but let me
2: say it. something. If the Eagles lose a close game to the Chiefs. Indirectly, that would help them if they play them again in the Super Bowl because they're going to be dug in so deep to beat these guys. So They'll have such resolve if the Eagles play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, losing a close game tonight. They're going to think, we can beat these guys. We should beat these guys. Exactly. But if the Eagles win this game, imagine they win decisively by three touchdowns. They beat the Chiefs. The worst thing that could happen to the Eagles is they become satisfied. Just a tiny bit psychologically complacent if they play the Chiefs again. They're going to think, we should have beat them in the Super Bowl last year. We kicked their rear end in the regular season. Mentally, the best thing that could happen to the Eagles if they have a Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl is to lose a nail-biter today, tomorrow night, the type of game that they feel they absolutely should have won. Yeah, hey, uh, I got to get out of here, guys. I got to get All prepared right. Uh go to
0: this Great. Uh, break. Good luck with your son in the Grey Cup. Yeah, tonight, good yeah. Luck. yeah, good luck. Good luck to Winnipeg, Jim. Have a good one, buddy. Take care. So there you go. Jim Jeff going on his way to watching his son. And, of course, Jack left with Jim. I don't know what. Jack, come on. Yeah, Jack. Me. Jack, that Jack was... got cut off the <laughs> Jack got
2: deleted. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. I, I should have taken my break. <laughs>
0: There you go. So, so I thought Jack
2: was going to, the, to watch
0: the Grey Cup with Jim. Uh, evidently not. So um, let's start on the rest of the games. I do I do see what you guys are saying about that. I, I just think it gets in your head if you lose to a team, especially in another tight game. Uh, you know, the way the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl was just crazy, that fumble by, by, um, by Hurts. And I think it just gets in your head a little bit. But well, you two might be right. You might be right. But I
2: just want to say, Mac, just going back to the Super Bowl, at halftime, the Eagles up 10 points. I felt they had the game. I mean, you always know there's a chance the Chiefs could come back. The Eagles were clearly the better team. And that would not me. How did I let that game get away? I was the better team. Yet somehow I lost this game. You know?
0: No. As I said, it it, it should it, and one thing Pag is right about. I don't expect anybody to blow on anybody here. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, a,
2: yeah, come down to the end,
0: yeah. I really, I really think so. So guys, let's get into the games, the games that we didn't pick that the other teams, other guys might have picked, and, and and we'll go over them. and And let's start off with Dallas at Carolina. Is there any way that Dallas overlooks Carolina and 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 loses this game? I don't see that happening. What do you think, Jack?
2: Yes, I'm a little nervous that this is a trap game for Dallas. Because Carolina's had an awful year. They've only won one game. And I hate to say you bet they're better than their record shows because their record's awful. That doesn't say much. But Carolina really isn't that bad despite how poorly they have played this year. And I can see that happening. Dallas going to Carolina, being a trap game, them being upset with that said, I think the Cowboys survived this game, but I think it's close. It's, you know, Carolina certainly covers the points.
0: All right. So, good morning, Commander Nash. Glad to see you in here, getting ready for the Giants to beat the Commanders as they always do. How are you doing today, man?
4: <laughs> Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, Commander good Nash. We're doing real
0: good. We just started our picks. Of G- Pags hasn't made his yet. I don't think Dallas loses the Carolina. I think Dallas blows them out. Uh, I don't think they look past it. They, they got playoffs to think about Pags, What do you think?
7: Uh, I think it's going to be closer. I don't think Dallas loses, but I think it's going to be closer. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like the Arizona game. I think that Dallas has still had a hard time getting into the end zone and that they, uh, because of that, there are certain times where they are faltering and I wouldn't be surprised that, that, Carolina takes advantage of some of those mistakes and actually puts points on the board today and, you know, keeps it close.
0: What do you think? What do you think, Commander? Do you think that the Carolina has has any business even playing this game against them?
4: Yeah, Like I said, I'm from Carolina. We all know Dallas is going to win. Carolina still has a long ways to go for a building. Dallas is on the upline. I don't see the Cowboys losing to Carolina today.
0: Not at all. Um, Pittsburgh getting four points against Cleveland. Rookie quarterback. I think Pittsburgh defense just destroys this kid, gets maybe three or four turnovers, and again they win with their defense. Jack, what do you think?
2: You know, I'm high I'm a very high on Mike Tomlin. I've gone on record saying he's the best coach in the NFL. And I know how good Pittsburgh's defense is. Are we forgetting about Cleveland's defense? One of the best defenses in the NFL. And I know they're starting a rookie quarterback, to Browns. Something tells me, maybe it's not logical to pick on a hunch, but something tells me at Cleveland, they get the job done. They beat Pittsburgh. I'm not thrilled with Kenny Pickett, you know, quarterback. I'm not thrilled with the Steeler offense. I think the Browns can keep the Steeler offense in check. And even though Cleveland is favored technically, you look at it as an upset if Cleveland wins. And I do think Cleveland, you know, wins a close one today interested. Pax,
7: are you on board with Jack? Uh, no, I'm not. I think that Pittsburgh wins this game. I uh, I looked at that as possibly my underdog, and then I was like, how could that be underdog? I mean, because Cleveland is starting a rookie quarterback, and why would they be an underdog even playing in Cleveland? Uh, I, all, of it, all of it points to Pittsburgh to me.
0: I agree. Commander Nash, I mean, you know, you, you you had a rookie quarterback playing. It's very hard to, to figure out any defense, what they are doing. The Steeler defense is just is, is one of the best in the league. Uh, do you think that uh, Cleveland has an opportunity here to beat them?
4: Absolutely. I agree. A lot of people forget about Cleveland Browns' defense, even though they're rookie quarterback. But I'm not sold on picking in Pittsburgh as well. I think Cleveland gets the win. I think their defense carries mm-hmm. them. They get a win at home.
0: All right, I, and and one of my big underdogs, I think that uh, Chicago and Fields gives Detroit all they can handle today. Their defense, similar to Jackson, and and you know what happened with Baltimore and and Detroit, uh, big division game. I think Fields has a lot to prove. I love uh, Chicago with the points, Jack. I know you're. I think you're going with Pittsburgh, even with.
2: The- no, the Detroit. Well, Detroit's at home. If Detroit is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. You beat a, a bad team like this decisively, you don't struggle. You certainly don't lose to them at home. Uh, so I kind of like the Lions to win by, you know, 16 points. So I could see a 26-10 type game. where the Bears really don't muster much of an offense.
0: Tags, that offensive coordinator with Detroit is out of sight. He's one of the hottest there. Can, can the defense – of Detroit, who's had some problems. They're not that. They're not playing as well as they did last year. I have a problem with Woodfields, and maybe they're a little flat. And Chicago comes in here and at least makes this game close.
7: No, I think there's a rust factor here. Uh, I think Fields is going to be a little rusty. So when you're saying that he's going to run for a hundred, you know, a couple touchdowns and throw for three hundred yards, has he ever thrown for three hundred yards?
5: So I mean, that's I.
7: Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't believe that he's going to do it like that. I think that uh, Chicago is kind of turned the page a little bit. The fact that they're actually putting him back in there again just means that uh, they weren't sold on Tyson Bajan enough. Uh, so my expectation is is that the Lions win this game, and they win it
4: handily. You agree with that, uh, Commander Nash? Yes, I do. I think Fields is, like you said, coming off some rust. It's going to take a while to get back adapted. I don't see Detroit losing at home, even though Chicago is picking up more pieces, but they're not quite on Detroit, uh, Detroit's level yet. The Lions win. I agree.
7: With you. I got a question for you, Commander Nash. Uh, yes, sir. Are you nervous at all about this game? I will say the <laughs> one thing, the one thing at all is that the Giants have had your number.
4: Absolutely. We tied last year and we lost them, and we already lost them this year and we're playing at home. Absolutely, I'm nervous. This could go either way. <laughs> You have have a quarterback
7: who's got the most passing yards in the NFL, and your record is what it is. So what does that really mean to you, at least?
4: Honestly, with him leading passing, that means we're not establishing a running game. We can't get rushing yards, and him keep passing is not good if we can't balance attack. I'm not taking the Giants lightly. I do think we win this game at home. I think we finally beat them. I think we get a win today. But we got to get the running game going with Robinson and Gibson. They're not even cracking hundred yards. Sometimes not even fifty yards. You know, you know, you, 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 I think you guys
0: should win this game. And again, I think I think football has much to do about mentally as physically. And stats don't mean nothing during the game. And listen, Washington against Danny DeVito, you guys should stop him. But you know Saquon Barkley is always there in the back of a back of Washington's defense. line. And if Saquon has a big game, it's going to be close.
7: And I tell you, he's Danny DeVito looks a lot shorter when he's behind that yeah. offensive line, Yeah, you know, because it's always sunny in Philadelphia.
5: Yes, yes. Yeah. DeVito,
2: DeVito can't pass the ball. <laughs> I mean, it might. The only way the McElroy, commanders yeah. lose it would have to be a ten. Six type game they're not going to lose i could see the giants keeping it within the nine and a half point spread like a 19-12 game perhaps the giant if the giant defense shows up they'll keep it very competitive but ultimately is the going to pass against the commander's defense come on well,
4: absolutely, be, uh, yeah absolutely mac made a good point since we lost montez sweat and chase young we have not got production from sacks. Our sacks are going down, so he could actually have a good game against our defense.
7: I actually look at Saquon Barkley being the, the key here. Saquon having a big game. That would be – that would be if, if the Giants were to have a chance, they would have to control the clock, and, and Saquon would have to have a monster day.
4: I agree. Absolutely, I agree. just like when Tiki Barber used to do the same thing. I agree with yeah. that.
0: Yes, yes. So that's uh, – there's hope. I, I think. I think my local station has stopped playing Giants games. They're not showing it. What's the
2: question <laughs> is this As a Giant fan, let me ask you this, Mac. As a Giant fan, do you really want the Giants to win the rest of the year? Like, a few, if they win two, three more games, they might not get one of the yeah, yeah, top two draft I don't care. I, I, they can't don't pick don't Williams will still
0: be they'll, they'll still be picking in the. They're the top of the first round. I I don't care. I want I watch my team. I want them to win. I think that's any real fan does. I don't care how. I
4: agree. Same them.
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't care. About <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. so the Chargers go against Green Bay. Green Bay's quarterback is, is average. Their defense is okay. Their receivers aren't that good. They have a running game when they choose to use it. I think the Chargers are just way too much talent for Green Bay, Jack.
2: This is it for the Chargers, for the playoff push. You, if they lose to Green Bay, they're probably not going to the playoffs. This is the type of game they have to win. Four and five, now's the time you go forward full steam. This, the season starts now as far as the playoff push goes, and they should be able to get it done against Green Bay, but if they don't, to uh, get the playoffs.
0: Pags, would you disagree with anything that anybody said?
7: No, I think, I think that this is uh, – that they go into Green Bay and they win this game. You know, it's, it's – you know, I, I don't know how cold it is, you know, and I know that in L.A. it's nice and warm all the time and such like that. And, you know, I, I, I really believe – unfortunately, the Chargers are a team without a home. That's what I firmly believe. And I think that you have that issue – and when when you're playing, when it's like you're playing seventeen road games, it wears on you. And I think that's part of the reason why they don't do as well half the time. Obviously, their record at four and five kind of shows that. So, but I think I think that Green Bay stinks, and I think that the Chargers are just a better team. And just on that alone is what makes me think that the Chargers will win.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, listen, they had they, the coaches criticized a lot. Maybe he's not a good coach, and maybe that changes at the end of the year. If the Chargers don't make the playoffs, Commander Nash, I think that coach is fired right away after the season's over.
4: Absolutely. You said it best. The Chargers got a lot of talent. And like I said, this is a must game. If they don't beat Green Bay, and I agree, they don't. They shouldn't even be looking at playoffs. They got too much talent if they lose to Green Bay. I agree. Arizona's at you.
0: Houston, is a surprise team. Uh, and both leagues, to me, the quarterback's playing outstanding. Uh, you got Kyler Murray, who's playing in the second game, going up against uh, the Texans' defense. Houston's at home. They got a good running game. They got a good defense. They got a good passing game right now. Maybe the rookie of the year. Maybe Houston makes a run at the wild card and gets in the playoffs this first year. I don't know what the limit is here for these guys. I just know they're a very good team. Jack and I don't see Arizona beating Houston
2: in Houston. Yeah, I mean Houston's overachieved. I think they'll win today, but I think it's going to be a close game with Kyler Murray in. He gave the you know the Cardinals a spark. I could see a thriller like a 24-23 game. The Texans winning at the end.
7: Is the record is the record for uh, Kyler Murray in Texas, or is it at just AT and T Stadium?
2: It's at, Texas. it's
7: at Texas. So he hasn't lost in Texas at all.
2: Good point. Yeah. And
7: that's, good point. and that's the one thing that kind of makes me nervous in this. I think the Texans should win. But, it, again, they are a new team to the mix here. You know, They're winning games. They should not have won that game last week, and they did. And I think that that actually will have some effect. Are they going to start sniffing themselves? maybe this would be a nice little wake-up call for them to finish the rest of the season strong and not to take anybody lightly. Uh, So it wouldn't surprise me if Arizona won, although I did put the Texans in my picks, so I think that they will win.
5: But I saw the line.
7: I did see the line go down to 5.5, and and you know how I feel about 5.5 lines. I feel like the 5.5 lines are underdog lines, and I still went with the Texans because I went with the opening line at six.
0: So Commander Nash, do you do? you think that the, the uh Arizona Cardinals even will beat the Houston Texans today?
4: I don't think they will, but I think Calum Murray will get his stats will be better in this game, and I agree with right. um it'll we'll be closer, but I don't see the Texans losing at home. They're they're getting too good, and like you said, you got a possibly rookie quarterback of the year. I think they win at home. They're just well-rounded better than the Arizona Cardinals. I think so too. Backstage
0: right now, we've got uh, a, a lady coming on the show here will be her first appearance on the Big Football Show. Her first, first <laughs> on the Big Football Show. Her name's Sonia Pearson. She's uh, all things football uh, from a lady's point of view. And we're going to bring her in here. We'll talk a little bit about uh, her show, the Carolina Panthers, their owners, the quarterback, and get her involved in some of these picks, too. So let's welcome Sonia Pearson to the show. Good morning, Sonia. I think your your mic, your mic, you're, you're, Mike, you're, Mike, you're <laughs> muted. I know that one. Automatically <laughs> muted me. There, there you go. Good morning, everyone.
8: Thank you good so morning. much for having me on the show. It's good to see everyone. Welcome.
0: Good morning. Good morning, Steve. So, Sonia, we'll take a break from the picks for a while, because I want to talk to you a little bit about your show, how long you've been doing it, um, what possessed you to do this, and uh, how are things going?
8: So, um, yes, yeah, so I started the uh, – just a little podcast for all things football from a lady's perspective. Back in 2016, um, I actually started it kind of something fun to do. Me and my uncle, who has since transitioned, um, kind of used to talk sports all the time. And he was like, you know a really lot of sports. Like, um, your dad would be proud if he was still here, that kind of thing. And um, it kind of went hand in hand with me starting the all-female fan club of the Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Pantherettes. Um, that me being from North Carolina, living in Atlanta, Georgia now, It was a way to keep in touch with my friends I grew up with and something fun to do. But of course, once the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, people were looking for more things to do on social media and it came across my page and it really exploded. And so I kind of used that to propel into the podcast with NFL in general, um, especially when our season started to go the opposite way. And so um, that's how I got started. Um, It's been on YouTube and social media platforms for a while. And I'm um, just honored to know that it's now on your platform. So I'm very gracious.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. So, Sonia, I mean, I saw the photos of the, the, the co-owner of the Carolina Panthers as she's watching the football players do blocking and tackling drills or whatever she was doing there. And, and your owners there, they, they do have, especially, especially the, the male owner there, has a very short patience level. You fired some coaches that might have worked out. You've gotten to some players that have been good for other teams. I mean, don't you agree that the, the, the team starts from the top and it kind of rolls down? And if the owners aren't that good or they're not that patient, it affects the team.
8: Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. In fact, it's a, a chaotic moment for Panthers fans everywhere because of that very thing. Um, there was a transition with the owner, you know, with uh, Mr. Richardson no longer being the owner. It seems like from that point on, things took a downward spiral. Um, not only did Mr. Tepper take over as the owner, his wife, um, the co-owner is looking on, but um, they, we as Panther fans don't feel they've made the best choice in um, building up our O-line to support our quarterbacks. Um, we gave away quite a few players in exchange for that number one pick. And we'll still be paying for that even next year during the draft. And so it's it's not the best time for Panthers fans. Um, I will say that um, the owner of the Panthers also owns the soccer team in Carolina. And so we just feel like he puts a lot of his resources into that um, and not necessarily the talent that we deserve for our team, um, especially when you're talking about a consistent downward projection of um the O-line specifically and um support for the
2: quarterback. What is yeah. the feeling in Carolina towards Bryce Young? Is the feeling that he's going to ultimately be a very good NFL quarterback? Or is the feeling wow maybe we made a made a mistake, should have taken CJ Stroud? What's the feeling? So I haven't
8: heard too many people speak about C.J. Stroud as a comparison. I have heard that um, perhaps, and this is just feedback from the group I'm in, feedback from other groups that I'm in that have at least 10,000 members. So the, the consensus is pretty large that um, a lot of people do think that Bryce will be a great quarterback, but he's going to need quite you know, a, a level of, of earning that position. I do feel like a lot of us feel like he should not have started right away, that he should have at least had a few gains in the hole that he was allowed to shadow Andy Dalton, who is a veteran quarterback. And um, especially with the, the dynamic of, again, I referenced the O-line, who is not that good with protecting quarterbacks in the pocket. Um, when you pair those two together and you look at the overall of what the Panthers have looked like before Bryce even arrived, It's clear that that position was not built as a foundation for Bryce to even come into. And so with that being the problem, uh, we do tend to think that Andy should have been starting, but not because of anything that Bryce could or could not do, but because of the lacking of the O-line that we presently have. Um, I'll say like Dan Oloski said, and I, I truly believe, I hope it's not this length of time, but in three seasons, we should be speaking of an entirely different Bryce Young. <coughs> I will say I've seen quite an improvement in play. Um, I read that he is one of the most um, skilled pass- passers for quarterback right now, even though he is in his rookie year. He um, is comparable with C.J. Stroud on some of the things, even though C.J. has absolutely soared, and we congratulate him down there with Texas. But... Um, Bryce has grown. He has matured, especially since that first couple of games where we saw him line up incorrectly in one of the plays, um, and he was literally nudged over. Um, But we've seen him. He has the brain, and that's why he was drafted for our team because of his skill set mentally. And we know that sometimes it's not all about physicality. It's about the mentality. And Bryce has that. We think that overall, given some time, that he will um, merge the two together and marry them into being a great quarterback.
7: my question for you i'm sorry if i if i can jump in here real fast my question for you is uh there's been a little bit of a coaching carousel that's happened and especially with a rookie quarterback it's never really a good thing to start swapping coaches again but yet you guys had a short leash or a very quick hook uh with uh He's in Baylor now, obviously, the coach, the, your previous coach. Uh, and this guy was supposed to, yeah, Matt Rule. And then this guy was supposed to come in and kind of take in and, and bring you guys to the next level. And obviously, uh, then they got away – they gave away kind of all of their uh, assets that they had, the wide receiver and you know a couple of other pieces to find out now he's not doing very well at all. And ownership having a short fuse – Do you see maybe another coaching change?
8: That's such a uh, that's kind of a layered question, because we never know the coaching. In my opinion, um, it's not been the same since Ron Rivera was released. Um, It has been a carousel from that point on, um, which, you know, we brought in quite a a few other coaches. the consensus is we should have kept Steve Wilkes um, that he looked the more promising of all the carousel of coaches that has come in. We know that um, Frank Wright actually basically came from Indianapolis, a team that he did not turn around even when he was there. And so we're trying to look, you know, it's just, it's really a chaotic situation. I am pretty sure that with the coaching and the quarterback and the O-line it's a disaster across the board and, It's reflective in the record that we currently have.
2: Well, it's not only head coaches. Joe Brady was let go as offensive coordinator, and he's debuting against my Jets today for the Bills as their new offensive coordinator. So tell me Joe Brady's not a good offensive coordinator. It'll make me feel better as far as my Jets' chances today but currently
8: maybe so but overall I don't think that's consistent I think he is a good offensive coordinator I think that the Panthers are literally playing musical chairs with every role because they're trying to find the correct role and because it's so many different dynamics of you know within the players within the coaches that it's, they just have not um stitched the two together in any consistent pattern at all and if you pair that with the fact that The Panthers have not really been playoff contenders for quite some time, even before the quarterback switch. It's just it's just not the best scenario at this time. We literally every Sunday we're like, okay, we're praying now that we could just get out a win. And so when the Panthers, you know, beat the Texans, it was like, oh, wow. Yeah, maybe, you know, again, it's not necessarily on one specific player. It is the dichotomy of everyone.
0: So, so, Sonia, I'm, I've been outspoken against Bryce Young. And, and, of course, if you don't know, I'm a Giants fan, so my season is over as soon as yours was. So uh, it, it, it really, uh, teams-wise, it really doesn't matter to me. I think Bryce Young uh, could get ruined here. I think he's physically, he was injured in college. He doesn't have a big frame. I'm not too worried about his height. He really doesn't have a big frame. Uh, he gets hit a lot. And I'm afraid that this kid who does have potential, I don't think he's anywhere close as good to C.J. Stroud is. I think C.J. Stroud was just above him a little bit in college. And, and and I think he can get ruined if they keep him in there and have him play all year. And and then the, maybe the coach gets traded. Maybe more players come in and out. And, I mean, they could really ruin this kid before he even has a chance to, to become something in the NFL. And that's actually
8: the, the consensus as well. If we have to think about the the total thought of Panthers fans, that is the, that summed it up. It's not about necessarily, okay, he's not a good quarterback. It's about the combination of what we already had there when he came and the fact that um, he is documented as one of the most hit quarterbacks already. And despite that he does become a running quarterback, he gets the O-line, the pocket collapses on him quite a bit. So even before he comes out of the pocket, he's still hit. So he doesn't necessarily even get the running quarterback, you know, spoke as far as, okay, well, he's out of the pocket. No, he's he's targeted every time. And so the the thoughts have come up. The comments are noted that, wait a minute, we may ruin this guy, you know, before he can even get started because of the team that he was, you know, put with. Um However, I have also heard that if he were in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey, it would be completely different. If he was down in Texas, who knows what he would be if the roles were reversed with C.J. Stroud? But you know, that's kind of how we live in life: coulda, woulda, shoulda, and we never know what would have happened. Um, but but that is exactly right. We we have a concern. Not only it's not really about wins losses. Of course, everyone wants to win, but at the end of the day, it's about someone. Um, you know, remaining healthy, and he was placed on IR um, this week. But he did fully practice. He has yeah. some hip and thigh inj- hip and thigh issues, um, but he is activated supposedly to play on today. But um, there was a few weeks back, he did was held out when Andy Dalton started for an ankle injury, well, ankle soreness, nothing significant. But that clearly is a you know an issue, especially with him having the injury in college as well.
0: Well, well, let me ask you one more question, and then hopefully go with some of the picks we got left over. Um, okay. The Cowboys have one of the best pass rushes in the in the, in the NFL, bar none. And you're gonna ask uh, you're gonna ask uh, Bryce Sean to go in there and and play. Why not play uh, DJ Dalton? I mean, that's kind of unfair to Dalton. But I mean, why not play him? Why not give him the week off against this this great pass rush and and let him heal up a little bit.
8: We actually thought that when he was placed on IR that they would start Andy Dalton, the red rifle. Um, Andy is one of my favorite players, even back from his bangle days. And so, um, especially with Dallas, like they're a high-powered offense. Their defense looks good. I, I'm going to be honest. I actually have some concerns about the game and and those, those two things, especially with Bryce. But um, my solution would be, even if you allowed Bryce to play, perhaps – let him play, you know, part of the game, and then already with understanding that you start Dalton or vice versa so it doesn't appear that, you know, Bryce was benched. But perhaps, you know, you could start with Dalton and then Bryce come in. That way it's like both of them are playing, but you're protecting your asset at the same time.
0: Just just a quick reply to Carlos. I took the comment down. I'm tired about him talking about a minor league in football. They already have it. It's called college football. That's the minor league for the professional football, Carlos. Enough with that already. You got the or you USFL or the-, oh,
7: the XFL. XFL. I, I mean, let's 20- let's oh, they got that yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: let's, you know, let's let's just have a, a NFL. Minor I league. saw that <laughs> anyway. Um, so let's get on to let's start up back up where with the picks. We were at Tennessee getting a 6.5 at Jacksonville, young quarterback there. Uh, he's kind of confident, he's kind of he's strong, but, you know, you, you're going to do so much when you're throwing on the Colts in that kind of position. I think ten, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, at least beat him by a touchdown. Jack, what do you
2: think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Jacksonville wins the game. They had a disastrous outing against the 49ers last week, but I, I think these seems a little more evenly matched than people think, despite Jacksonville's record this year. I think Jacksonville wins, Tennessee keeps it within the six and a half. Okay, you bags. what do you think?
7: Uh, yeah, I think that this is a bounce-back week for Jacksonville, that they played like crap last week against the 49ers. Had a bad game plan going in, and it showed. So I think that they are more used to playing Tennessee. Uh, I think that they actually win, and they do cover.
0: I do, too. What do you think, Sonia? I agree.
8: Um, Jacksonville and Tennessee, you know, they faced each other over 57 times. Um, They, you know, this is the time of year the teams definitely step it up to solidify their playoff chances, and Jacksonville looks good. I think they not only cover the spread, but I'm guessing probably 10 points over.
0: I would think so, too. Uh, Listen, the Raiders are hot right now. they got a brand-new head coach, Antonio Antonio Purse, Pierce, they're playing very hard for them, but they're going to Miami to play a Dolphins team that has gotten beaten sometimes barely by the best teams in football. Kansas City being one of those teams, that fumble was ridiculous. But anyway, they have lost. I think Miami comes out and just blows the Raiders off the field. I don't think 12 and a half points is enough. What do you think, Jack?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think the Raider defense could be stubborn for a while, but – Miami has an underrated defense themselves, and uh, Miami at home, uh, they should win by a couple of touchdowns.
0: Are you are you with us there, Pags on that?
7: I've heard something very interesting about the Raiders that the team, the players, have taken over the team. That they literally they had a players only meeting, and they have actually X'd out most of the coaches. And in the process of that, that makes them <clears> that's <throat> dangerous for a couple of things. One, it's dangerous because you got the inmates running the asylum. however, when you have when you have guys that have a lot of pride and they decided that they don't like what they're being coached up as and they decide to take it on their own, I think that that makes them a lot more dangerous. and I would not be surprised if they went out there today. And really gave Miami a run, like like Miami wins, but not like not a very like it's close, it's close, and they have a big big scare at the end. So I I, I think Miami wins outright, but if they're getting all those points, I like Las Vegas.
0: Well, I like I like that Miami's star running back is coming back, and I think they're gonna run all over the Raiders. set a play action pass <clears> to. <throat> and Tanya, what are your thoughts?
8: I was going to kind of speak of that as well. Devon A. Chain is returning Uh, weeks three through five. He had a really good run. He had like 400 um, yards during that time. And so I feel like, excuse me, he had 233 total yards during that time. And I feel like um, that would definitely get Miami going where they needed to be. However, I do agree with Pags. Um, Devontae Adams, I saw a video he put up. They are so hyped out there in – Las Vegas right now, that sometimes the hype can really pump a team up to be better than what they have been, and you think about they're really trying to change around the trajectory of what you know the fans have, and that Raider Nation is a powerful nation. Um, they're well-traveled, and I wouldn't be surprised if they even come down to Miami try to really show up and show and improve. And with that being said, I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm thinking at the end that um, Miami may win, but it probably will only be by a field goal.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, we got the Giants going to Washington. Of course, the Giants starting their third-string quarterback, his third game. Barkley's a little banged up. The Giants are all banged up. Uh, but they do play very well against Washington for some reason or other. Uh, the last couple of years, it seems they have their number. I believe that Washington, uh, the Washington Redskins or commanders as they're known now. do beat the Giants. I see the Giants staying within the point spread at 9.5. Jack, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree with you. The giant defense, if they show up, Washington's not going to score a lot of points, but they should win the game. I I can't see with DeVito quarterbacking the Giants getting many points. Uh, I I could see a 19-12 type game for the Commanders.
0: Pat, do you agree?
7: No. I think the Giants win. Uh, everything's everything's got me going in the opposite direction. I hear everything that you guys are saying. Uh, for some reason or another, the Giants have Washington's number. Washington just falls all over themselves every time they play the Giants. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a tie. Uh, but I, I, I actually think the Giants win, and DeVito gets his first win.
0: Wow. Got to be a big game for Saquon Barkley. So He'll only winning
2: him. his NFL career if he gets it today. Maybe. That's quite possible.
0: Probably so. So, Sonia, Saquon Barkley has, has, has got to have a real good game, a real good game for the Giants to win this.
8: He's definitely got to have a really good game because DeVito threw 14 of 27 passes against the last matchup when they played Dallas, and I just honestly don't see him being an undrafted rookie, getting it done against Sam Howell. Uh, Washington, this is an NFC matchup. They're in the same division. There's a rivalry with them. And like I said, this is the time of season that, that you know teams really step up. We're over the, way over the halfway point at this point. And I, with the injuries that um, New York has had already with the quarterbacks, I just personally don't see it getting done. I definitely have Sam Howell, who is balling out on the fantasy right now. I see them getting it done, and
0: unfortunately, the Giants taking another L. All right. Um, I'm going to skip over Tampa Bay and San Francisco. I I don't think any of us think Tampa Bay could win that game. Let's get the Jacks-Jets against Buffalo in Buffalo. um, Listen, the Jets have a good defense. They've they've had a good defense for the last two years. They do have a running game when they want to use it. I think Buffalo can be run, run on, ran on. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think everybody's going to be screaming, let's see, let like, Zach Wilson, beat him. Let him throw the ball down the field, and Buffalo will intercept the ball maybe twice. And uh, and I expect Josh Allen to bounce back with a big game, Pags. Oh, let's go to – and I'll save Jack for last because I know he thinks the Jets are going to win this. Pags, what do you see from Buffalo that makes you think – or from the Jets that makes you think the Jets could beat Buffalo?
7: I think Buffalo's a mess. Right now. And I think – actually, I think that the over-under on total turnovers in this game is four and a half. So I'd be willing (laughs) to bet that it's going to go over, like that there's going to be five turnovers between both of these offenses. And it's going to be an ugly game. I think that it's going to wind up being like that 19-12 game is kind of what I see. Uh, And I see the defense uh, of the Jets maybe scoring a touchdown. I would consider going with Jack here. Uh, I think that that's that's really you know that they. I think that they could do it. I mean, it's in Buffalo, so Buffalo does have that going for them. But um, yeah, I like the Jets here.
0: So the yeah, Bills Mafia, one of the strongest fan groups out there. I, they'll put the pads and helmets on and go out there themselves and just and just go crazy. I, listen, I don't see the Jets winning this game at all. How about you? Um,
8: actually, I do see the Jets winning this game Ooh. because. Yeah, like <laughs>
2: yeah,
8: because, <laughs> because I I agree with Pags. The Bills look like a figment of who they normally are. Um, mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs right. was held, and I feel like held with the um the Broncos game. They held him, you know, kind of control that situation. We saw how that ended, and I feel like if you could take Diggs out of the situation or restrict him, they have a good chance. And um, let's get you know let's get real with it. Aaron Rodgers is still you know talking about coming back, and so we got some people still trying to prove who they are before he, you know, quote, gets back. So I have the Jets on this one, and I think Josh listen, Allen I, is
0: much more like him. I, I just mean, Jack, Jack, has, Jack has just fallen in love, I'm going to tell you straight up. <laughs> listen, I, listen I, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is what he was anyway, so I don't think it would have mattered if Aaron Rodgers played this year or not. I think that maybe the Jets get one or maybe two more wins. Maybe. I don't even think that. I think that the record will be basically the same. I listen, I respect the job that Salah's done there keeping the Jets alive, but I I I just have a bad feeling for the Jets today. And, and I like the Jets, believe it or not. Um, let's let's skip over Seattle and the Rams and let's go to Minnesota against Denver. I find this game interesting as heck. I think Josh Dobbs is one of the best stories in the NFL this year. Jack thinks there's not much to him. He's a he's a traveler. I like to compare him to Fitzmagic. There, Dobbs is a heck of an athlete. Is a very smart man. He's a he came in Minnesota. Is back in the race again. Denver had a good game. They're winning by miracles. I mean, they're catching balls and, and falling out of bounds, and you know he's throwing it behind his head. And he, ca- I mean, that's just it's all smoke and mirrors. Uh, Minnesota wins this, and I think they win it in Denver by at least a touchdown. Jack, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I mean, Josh Dobbs seems like a wonderful guy. It's a nice story a couple of games. He doesn't have Justin Jefferson. He doesn't have the offensive line is so-so there. Denver's now peaking. Sean Payton's had time to work with them. Their defense is looking really, really good. It's not what Denver was earlier in the year. It's what they are now. They're better than Minnesota right now. Minnesota, they've had a great run five in a row. But it comes to an end, and there's a reason that Josh Dobbs has moved team to team. I mean, he's a capable backup. He's shown that he'll have a job in the league. Russell Wilson is better than what he's been, and Denver's just going to get better moving forward. And They should win today, I mean, and cover the points. Bags.
0: You
7: agree? I go the opposite way here. I think not that I'm not that I'm so impressed with Dobbs. I think that the truth of the matter is, is that I believe that the moment Jefferson comes back, that's that team's going to fall apart. However, I think that the Broncos are not as good as they have shown in the last few weeks. They have put it together. They've been able to win some games. Uh, but I think that the defense here is going to confuse Russell Wilson and that he is still the Russell Wilson that I know that he is rather than the everybody thinks that he's starting to come back to form again. I I believe that the Vikings actually win this game, that they go into Denver and upset them as I chose in my uh, underdog pick since you had Seattle as a favorite.
0: Yes. Sonia, who do you agree with here? Are you, are you still with Jack? On his picks here, I, I mean, I don't want nothing to get you know. Jack's a married man, you know we don't want to get anything. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, so, anyone Sonia, would like what do you? Think? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. At, at, at least maybe you'll get free tickets from Jack. But Sonia, what <laughs> do you think? I mean, listen, I I don't care what Jack says. I'm very impressed with Dobbs. I think Dobbs is better than some of the starters in this league right now. Do you think that Minnesota can beat them? in there? That's a tough one.
8: Because I do see a lot of promise with Dobbs, even though he is a journeyman and he is definitely comparable to Fitzmagic and a couple of others, including Andy Dalton, that have been from team to team. Um, But to me, Russell Wilson did look like, you know, who he used to be. I know Pag said, you know, people are probably thinking, oh, he's coming back to his former self. I think there's nothing like the momentum of coming back and beating um, a Super Bowl caliber team, which, you know, the Bills have made playoffs uh, contentions for the last couple of years. And that's, that stands out with me and especially there's been, you know, the, the rift between Peyton and Wilson. And I feel like if they can get the hem of that together, the team follows suit. And, um, who knows even the Denver defense may pick up today and they're at home. Um, you have the, the weather, you know, the the mile high type thing to think about and all the, the elements that that brings along with it. So with that combination, I feel like, um, I want to say that Denver could win, but I, I feel like Dobbs has been the change that that locker room needed while they're waiting. So I'm kind of stuck, but just because they're at home and, and Russell did look really well, I will pick that uh, Broncos will win this one today.
0: Real quick, because we got to get out of here before the two-hour mark. Uh, Eagles, uh, Chiefs tonight, I like the Eagles, uh, believe it or not, in Kansas. Tomorrow City, night. Pags, uh, tomorrow night. Pags, I know, got the Eagles you got the Eagles, too, Jack. Or are you going with the Chiefs?
2: Uh, Chiefs will be the last team standing, win by a field goal at the buzzer. Sonia, what do you think? I wouldn't be
7: surprised that they that they you say in a field goal. I think it would actually be less. I think that the points would actually cover. My my opinion, you know, if it, if it winds Sonya, up with the Eagles' loss. It's, uh, it's
8: the it's the Kelsey Bowl, and Travis is uh, undefeated against his brother, three zero. I think it continues tonight,
0: tomorrow mm. night. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Keith Engel, Robert Butler, Jamie, the Philadelphia sportsman, Pags, uh, the commander for stopping, of course, Jim Jeffcoat. Sonia, thanks for coming in, folks. Have a great Sunday. And as always, I hope your team.